0: Are the Mystery History Podcast. I'm Allison. I'm Rachel. Welcome to episode ninety six on Jesse James Hollywood. Jesse James Hollywood. Hollywood Hollywood up to no good.
1: Really and truly.
0: Well, whenever we you had listed this on the topics, it's like who cares about Jesse James? He's old. He is. Did I know that it's It's something different? No,
1: it's not. Not that guy.
0: Not that guy. Even though that guy know. was a badass.
1: Was he? I mean, Jesse James. All I know about him is he cheated on, was it Sandra Bullock?
0: No, not Jesse James. like, that's not Jesse James. It's not.
1: <laughs> Can uh... we start over? <laughs> Who no. is that?
0: We can't. <laughs> No, we cannot who because am I thinking this is of? different. Okay, no, you're right. Okay,
1: <laughs> wait, am I right? Who were you thinking it was?
0: Who am I thinking of? The guy? Oh, the he old was guy. An,
1: he's an American outlaw.
0: Yeah, but I mean, oh my god, who's the one I'm thinking of?
1: There's a lot of Jesse Jameses out in the world. I don't know who you're thinking of.
0: There's there's James. like an
1: old timey american no. outlaw bank and train <laughs> robber then there's the guy that cheated on what's her name
0: who's Was Daredevil? yeah who's He's the daredevil guy
1: what daredevil guy
0: the oh my god i'm an idiot who am i talking about you know the guy who drove all the fast cars like evil knievel yeah like but different okay isn't there another guy
1: the guy Something who drove James? all the fast cars. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there might be. It's a very common last name.
0: Oh my god, who is it? I can think of him. He's like got a nice face. James like, Dean. Yeah, maybe that isn't James Dean. You let's look. I oh. don't know who
1: James Dean is without looking. That's
0: the one. Wow.
1: I don't even know how I knew who you were talking about because because we're one how do you not know who james dean is oh my god we're not gonna delete this and so this he drives fast a... cars he was an actor
0: he drove fast cars am i wrong
1: and like well yeah i think yeah like he liked right. cars i mean that's how he died right he was in that
0: so yeah. james dean that car jesse james
1: whatever it's ridiculous <laughs>
0: Yeah, we're not editing this. So if you were with us up until this point, welcome to the show.
1: Welcome. Mm, Indeed.
0: We're idiots. All the time. But we're lovable. Reliably. So really, we didn't know any of any of this. (laughs) I did. We didn't know what the other one was talking about. What do you mean? You never mind. We're just going to continue.
1: We should just continue.
0: (laughs) let's talk about business okay we don't really (laughs) and subscribe please (laughs) we We don't have a good start (laughs) we aren't but this is what they like right probably not we're probably gonna (laughs) get like a one-star review it's fine it's fine yeah like share, subscribe
1: Mm -hmm. and we're very close to our 100th episode
0: yeah this is 96 so and
1: we're getting stickers
0: yes my brother jordan created a pretty cool sticker. I like it. Yeah. So we are going to make those stickers and then we are going to give them out to anybody who wants them for free because that's how we do business. Mm -hmm. We're not good at it.
1: We're not good at business.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But we're good at making friends. (laughs) We are all the free things. You get it. So whenever we do our 100th episode, we'll post a picture of the sticker like we've done before. And if anybody would like one, they can just shoot us a message and let us know and we will send you one out uh, so you can display it proudly. It's pretty cool.
1: Mm -hmm. Tell your friends. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Bring a buddy. Always. All right. What else are we going to talk about?
1: I think that's it for the business.
0: Okay. Let's go ahead and get into this so we can figure out who the hell this dude is. Because nobody okay. knows.
1: I know who he is.
0: Well, you're the only one. Mm-hmm.
1: You've seen the movie and I haven't. So I didn't
0: know. I haven't seen the movie. I know the premise and it sounded really sad, so I didn't watch it.
1: Oh, it is yeah. really sad and it's based on a true story that you're about to find out now.
0: Awesome. <laughs> Let's get into this. I got my tissues ready.
1: Okay. You want me to start? Yes, please. Okay. Jesse James Hollywood was born to Jack and Lori Hollywood. So not a fake last name. It's real though. It sounds fake. Mm. It is real and was raised in West Hills, which is a neighborhood in the Western San Fernando Valley region of the city of Los Angeles, California,
0: where Hollywood is.
1: Yeah. Huh. As a child, he was involved in Junior Baseball League. Hollywood attended Pinecrest Woodland Hills in Woodland Hills, California, where he excelled in reading and baseball. Here, he also became best friends with another boy from an affluent family, and the two of them became a duo, referring to themselves as the pros. They were often seen wearing baggy jeans with that moniker spray painted along the legs, which though would look ridiculous now, was very fashionable at the time. His Ginko. father,
0: Ginko G. yeah,
1: that's exactly what I'm imagining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His father moved the family to Colorado in an attempt to run a restaurant in the mid-90s, but returned to West Hills in 1995. And then Hollywood started playing baseball when he attended El Camino Real High School.
0: Hmm. So during his adolescent years, he started powerlifting and ingesting muscle supplements to help build up his muscle mass. Not good. Uh -uh. His coach would later describe him as an emotional kid who was later expelled for erupting into a violent fit of rage at one of his teachers near the end of his sophomore year. He transferred to Calabasas High School, where he played on the varsity baseball team until he injured his back and leg, forcing him to give up the sport. Investigators believed he started selling illegal drugs and he recruited his former high school friend, William Skidmore, Brian Offertini. Yeah. Benjamin Markowitz and Jesse Ruge to dispense narcotics for him and build up a pro profitable, illicit drug operation. He had been a close friend of Benjamin Markowitz playing on the same junior baseball league and would visit the same Malibu, California gymnasium to exercise together by nineteen. 19- Nineteen. Not Nineteen. <laughs> He'd amassed enough wealth to purchase his own home, drove a black Mercedes, and was living a party lifestyle. So wow, he's doing, doing pretty well.
1: well for himself. Yeah.
0: And Calabasas like he had... is where all the cool kids go, like Kardashians.
1: Oh, really?
0: Well, they live in did... Calabasas, so I'm assuming.
1: They that's went to where the that... high school. Yeah, I don't know. I Did not. How do you know that?
0: Because I've watched the Kardashians a time or two.
1: I am ashamed at you. (laughs) Judge me. I am. It's all right. (laughs) As I tend to do. Sounds like he had roid rage in high school. Yeah. A bit of it. Yes. So I don't know. But yeah, he's definitely doing really well for himself. Driving a Mercedes and buying his own home, which I
0: couldn't do until I was like
1: 30. So
0: Well, and did his parents not think like where he got that money? I'm sure. Like, that's, I'm sure they were. But in that area, most of the people are very well off. So driving a black person's parents were,
1: anyways. Like, I think his family was well off regardless, but Hmm. he was well off on his own at that point. Yeah. So, Nick Markowitz. Celebrated his bar mitzvah with dozens of his friends and loved ones. And unfortunately, it would be the last joyous occasion before tragedy ripped the Markowitz family apart. It all started with Nick's half brother, who we previously mentioned, Mr. Benjamin Markowitz. And Ben was seven years older than Nick. For most of his life, Ben had been in trouble. And soon, young Nick would be a victim of Ben's world of deceit and betrayal. On August 6th, 2000, Jesse allegedly decided to find Ben and collect what was owed to him, which was $1,200 in drug debt. Now I would like to insert here that I saw $1,200 as being what was owed a lot of places and other places I saw 30,000 or more.
0: Oh, holy cow. So really that's a
1: huge difference. Yeah.
0: So twelve hundred really is nothing in compared to the other debts
1: well I'm saying I saw twelve hundred as an amount and then I also oh. saw thirty thousand as an amount
0: which okay for him okay I,
1: yes so I saw that like a, around and I put twelve hundred because I saw that in my more reliable places and then in some other places I saw much higher amounts so I'm not exactly sure how much was owed okay um but that Twelve hundred is like nothing to this guy. I'm sure. Yeah. So it seems a little extreme. Anyways, Hollywood and some of his crew of friends, including Jesse Ruge and William Skidmore, cruise the West Hills area of Los Angeles looking for Ben. They couldn't find him, but they did find his younger brother Nick. According to Commander Corral, Nick Markowitz just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. And the intention was to use Nicholas as leverage in order to get Ben Markowitz to pay the debt. Witnesses say they saw a van pull over and there was a physical confrontation and young Nick was forced into the van. On that day, his only problem was that he had an older brother who had provoked the wrath of Jesse James Hollywood.
0: Oh, no. Okay. So after repeated unanswered phone calls to her son, Nick's mother, Susan Markowitz knew something was wrong. She said, I was making Nick's breakfast and went upstairs to get him and he was not there. I paged him and he did not return my call. I guess I must have paged him a hundred times. I knew something was wrong. Police believe that Nick could not return his mother's call because he'd been kidnapped and taken to a home in Santa Barbara there he would remain a hostage until his brother ben paid his debt to jesse james hollywood ben however was in no rush to pay up what a brother
1: i know right
0: Ugh. yeah
1: seven years is junior too that's like a big
0: yeah that's how far apart there. me and my brother are
1: oh is it seven yeah, years that's yeah. a huge age difference you think you would have more of a feeling of like
0: Got to protect your baby.
1: Kind of, yeah, like a little bit of a paternal kind of feeling about it, but I guess not. And I also kind of think it's weird that Nick was taken during, I'm assuming, the day, but even if it was at night, and nobody noticed he was missing until breakfast.
0: Yeah, that is weird. But maybe, I don't, who knows? Kids then maybe run around. Yeah.
1: I don't know. My mom was on it, she always knew where I was at.
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: she would know that evening if I was missing (laughs) exactly
0: before you went to bed if you were in bed or not. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: yeah, she would probably know before that too because I feel like I had to do check-ins.
0: Yeah, whenever you got home.
1: Yeah, yeah, or even like, or I or I went someplace if I was at someplace, like yeah. Mm -hmm. So, on the following day, witnesses reported seeing Nick at the Santa Barbara home. Jesse was not at the house and Nick was no longer bound or gagged. So they had bound and gagged him in the van, but when he was at the house, he was let loose. According to Commander Carell, Nick's captors seemed to treat him like a guest. Nick was free to move around the residence. Young people came and went from the residence. Although they were told that he had been in essence kidnapped, he was not acting as they might expect someone that had been kidnapped to act. Uh, Commander Krell said, I personally feel that Nick had the expectation that at some point in time, he would be freed. His captors were plying him with drugs and alcohol. And while in Santa Barbara, Nicholas met Rug's friends, Graham Presley, Natasha Adams-Young, and Kelly Carpenter, and attended various house parties with them. Mm-hmm. Reports indicate that many witnesses, parents and teens alike, saw Nicholas with the others, but did not realize that anything was amiss. In the ensuing days, there were no reported efforts by Jesse James Hollywood to exchange Nick for the money Ben Markowitz owed him.
0: That would be so. I wonder if he tried to ever be like, "Okay, I'm just going to slip out," or he was just having a good time partying with these guys who are older than him. Probably he felt cool, and that's not the situation. I
1: mean, that's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like he wasn't trying. If you're at a house party and right. you're kidnapped, like, you can get away.
0: Right, like, they're not, yeah, go to the bathroom and then be gone.
1: Yeah, or just take off running and screaming. <laughs> like, there's enough yeah. people around that I would assume the whole house party's not going to sit and watch you, like, die, get dragged back somewhere.
0: Yeah, well, that's tough. Hollywood told Ruge that Nicholas would be returning home, which prompted him and several others to hold a party at the Lemon Tree Inn. According to witnesses, Jesse realized the situation was quickly spiraling out of control, and he telephoned his lawyer for advice. Commander Carell believed that Jesse came to a disturbing realization. If Nick was released and told authorities about the spontaneous kidnapping, Jesse could spend the rest of his life behind bars. Quote, we believe that as a result of that conversation, Jesse came to the conclusion that he would be in a better situation to kill Nick as opposed to trying to return him.
1: Hollywood. That is never the answer. No, because (laughs) you're never in a better situation by killing somebody.
0: Well, and I'm sure that this kid seven years younger was just like having a good time. Just if you would have said, I was just kidding, like have a good night. He would have gone and it would have been the best time of his life. Probably. You're probably right. Hollywood called Ryan Hoyt, another member of his gang who owned him money. Hollywood gave Hoyt a tech nine semi-automatic handgun and directed him to kill Nicholas as a way of paying off his debt. A decision was made to commit the murder on the lizard mouth trail in the Mountain, Santa Ynez mountains north of Galetta, California. After the party, Hoyt, Ruge, and Presley drove Nicholas to the mountains and walked up the trail to a grave dug by Presley earlier that night. Ruge bound Nicholas's hands behind his back and covered his mouth with duct tape. Hoyt then hit Nicholas in the back of the head with a shovel, knocking him into the grave and shot him nine times with Hollywood's handgun. The grave was shallow and was located near a popular trail. Four days later, the body of Nick Markowitz was discovered. So obviously they're not very bright. No,
1: they're not professionals. They don't know what they're doing. And that whole, the whole situation after like leaving that party and thinking about what was probably going through Nick's mind is just so, so sad to think about because he was thinking I'm sure I'm at a party and that everything's fine. He's been fine for days and everybody's treating him like he's not a prisoner. Right. And then when they roll up into the middle of uh the woods at night. Yeah, and start he... walking him out like I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it's... he didn't feel like he was in any danger up until getting out of that car.
1: Right. Like that's just so sad to think about how scared he probably was at the end of that. And that it was over, like, a menial amount of money that your brother owed somebody.
0: Um, If at that point, if I was Nick, I'd be like, I'll pay you the money. You know what I mean? Like, if it's the $1,200 or whatever, let me, I'll pay for it. I'll I'll ask my parents. Yeah, like, we'll make it right. But I am shocked at his brother, not even, like
1: trying, trying. To do anything yeah and the problem is at the point where nick would say like i'll pay for it or whatever jesse james hollywood had already realized that he can't let him go or that he i mean not that he can't because you can do whatever but that he he didn't think he could
0: that's so stupid because of all the parties that they had and all the people that were in and out they could place him at his house
1: yeah, like everybody had seen them.
0: Yeah. So if he find his dead body, that's even more of a giveaway that he was last seen at Jesse James Hollywood's house.
1: Nuts. Right. So within days, police arrested Ryan Hoyt and three accomplices for the crime police had been tipped off by a teenager who had seen Nick and his captors at mm. the home in Santa Barbara. So as been previously police. stated, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yes, people did tip them off. Uh, however, Jesse James Hollywood was nowhere to be found. Police believe publicity about the murder caused Hollywood to flee. At their trial, each of the four suspects claimed they acted out of fear of Hollywood, However, that did not stop the jury from convicting each of them with crimes ranging from aggravated kidnapping all the way up to murder. So. Wow. Yeah.
0: So so now, here we are. Life is a fugitive. Right. When Ryan Hoyt was arrested, Hollywood fled the country into Canada and then went to Brazil with help from his father, his godfather, Richard Dispenza, who was unaware he was a fugitive, Uh, fugitive at the time and his girlfriend law enforcement agencies and the Markowitz family offered a reward of $30,000 for information leading to Hollywood's capture an amount which was later raised to 50,000 Hollywood lived on oh geez Copacabana Beach where he is
1: Copacabana Copacabana
0: what did I I say
1: Copacabana or something like that (laughs) (laughs) you're trying to read too hard you know that word
0: (laughs) No, I'd never heard it in my life. Whatever she said. Where he assumed the identity of Michael Costa Garrox. What do you got to say about that?
1: No, it's grow, but that's fine.
0: Okay. He claimed to be a native of Rio de Janeiro. How about got that? Got it. <laughs> oh, God. And later on of Skakramia. <laughs>
1: I would say sequerma, but that's fine.
0: (laughs) We'll just let it go. I do read things too literal. I'm too like country on phonics. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm like a speaking spell. (laughs) A E I O U. (laughs) Uh, Okay. To blend in Hollywood learned the Portuguese language, earned money in Brazil by putting up posters, advertising a nightclub, and later got jobs teaching private English language classes and a dog walker. Mm -hmm. Yet the bulk of the money he lived on came from the $1,200 monthly stipend from his father.
1: Which is messed up. So his dad knew where he was the whole time, Mm -hmm. helped him get there, knew what he had done.
0: And, and did they not think to like check that flow of where the cash? Yeah, was? you like,
1: yeah, you would think that there would be some sort of like review on the bank accounts or something,
0: especially going to Rio de Janeiro, like that's suspicious,
1: right. And the huh. son's a fugitive, you would think they would put two and two together.
0: should have been caught. So,
1: yep, should have been. He developed a relationship with Marcia Rees, and in November 2004, she got pregnant. Hollywood thought her pregnancy would prevent him from being extradited to the United States, as he believed Brazilian law included a provision that protected the father of a native Brazilian from extradition. This had been true, but the law was changed after the international controversy involving fugitive criminal Ronnie Biggs. Additionally, since he had arrived in the country with a false passport, he was actually an illegal immigrant, which meant he could be deported regardless of his fathering a child with a native Brazilian. Dude, Yeah, so he tried to read the law, but he didn't do too good. (laughs) (laughs) United States authorities worked with Brazilian agents and discovered that Hollywood was planning to meet a cousin at a mall. He was arrested by Brazilian authorities in Saquarema in March 2005. In July 2005, Reese gave birth to Hollywood's son named John Paul Hollywood Reese in 2005. On the same day, Jesse James Hollywood was arrested in Brazil. His no good father was arrested for manufacturing the illicit narcotic GHB.
0: Oh, so his father is like a total piece of shit.
1: Apparently he's doing dealing drugs too, but the charge was later thrown out of court. So that charge didn't stick on his dad, but Jack (laughs) Hollywood remained in custody on an outstanding 2002 warrant for a marijuana related charge and later received 18 months in an Arizona prison. He was profiled on America's most wanted in September, 2000 and June, 2004 Oh, I'm sorry. This is, I think, Jesse James Hollywood. He was profiled on America's Most Wanted in September 2000, June 2004, and twice in 2005 after he was captured. And the story was featured on NBC's Dateline. Wow. So you can see this story in some places. In
0: 2006, the movie Alpha Dog, based on Jesse Hollywood and the kidnap and murder of Nicholas Markowitz, premiered. During filming, Santa Barbara County Deputy District Attorney Ronald J. Ron Zonin provided copies of many documents on the case and served as an unpaid consultant to the film, citing his desire to have Hollywood captured. Zonin persecuted Hollywood's co-defendants and was poised to prosecute Hollywood. James Blatt, Hollywood's defense attorney, claimed that there was a conflict of interest and the California Court of Appeals for the 2nd District ruled on October 5th, 2006, that based on Zonin's disclosure of the files and consultant services, he should be recused from further involvement in prosecuting Hollywood. So just because he helped on the movie means and that And gave he can't. them
1: like, f- gave them files.
0: Yeah, that is kind of weird.
1: It's a. I I mean, I think that's a conflict of interest.
0: Yeah, I guess. On December 20th, 2006, the California Supreme Court granted review on the case, effectively staying the order to recuse Zonin. So he's on.
1: Yep. On May 12th, 2008, the California Supreme Court ruled that Zonin need not be recused. Nonetheless, Zonin was replaced with Joshua Lynn, who was serving as lead prosecution attorney. While in jail, Hollywood began signing his mail as Alpha Dog and had mentioned an Alpha Dog World Tour. So he had high hopes and big dreams. Yep. (laughs) After the court review in June 2008, his trial date was set to begin February 19th, 2009, but it was delayed. Three months later, the murder trial officially started on Friday, May 15th. The defense's opening statements stated that Hollywood was not involved with the murder. In his opening statement, Santa Barbara County Deputy District Attorney Joshua Lynn described Hollywood as a ruthless coward. On Monday, May 18th, witnesses called to the stand included Jeff Markowitz, the victim's father, Pauline Mahoney, who was driving with her sons when she saw a group of men attacking Markowitz, and Brian Affonte, a one-time friend of Hollywood's who was picked up after the kidnapping. Afonte told the jury that he knew about Hollywood's gun, a tech nine, which is the alleged murder weapon. Chase Salisbury, Hollywood's getaway driver testified at trial that following the murder, Hollywood seemed remorseful, depressed, and at some points, even suicidal. Salisbury continued on the fifth day with Kelly Carpenter, discussing the actions of Ruge and Presley's mother The following day, saw testimony from Rook's childhood friend, Richard Hofflinger, who spoke about what he witnessed in the case. And subsequently, several Santa Barbara residents told the jury about events leading up to Nick Markowitz's murder. So basically, everyone knew and saw something and did nothing in this case. Yeah, it's like there were so many people involved and they had enough information to be in you know witnesses in the trial but it seems like everybody kind of just let I don't want to say let this happen but just you know
0: dropped the ball on something that turned into something really horrific
1: right exactly
0: well and where the hell is the brother
1: I don't know I think he comes in I mean he's part of the trial
0: okay because like as a parent that would be really hard to unpack the fact that your older son did something bad got your younger son kidnapped didn't come through and now your other child is dead yeah that's that would be a lot yeah that would be really a lot At the start of the second week, Michelle Lasher, Hollywood's former girlfriend, testified that she still loved Hollywood and was hostile to the prosecution. Lasher also admitted to lying to police because she did not want Hollywood to be caught. The Hollywood.
1: She still loves him after that many years.
0: And she's already gotten another lady in Brazil. Yeah, a child with her. (laughs) Mm -hmm. She's just looking for her five minutes. Yeah. The Hollywood family friend attorney Stephen Hogue told the jury about a tense conversation in the attorney's semi valley backyard, wherein Hogue told Hollywood that kidnapping can carry a life sentence. Graham Presley test I'm sorry Graham T- Presley's testimony about the events followed Hogue's appearance. Presley testified that Ruge told me that Jesse James Hollywood offered him two thousand dollars to kill Nick, but Ruge said. That was crazy. Hollywood was crazy. Yeah. He mm-hmm. was.
1: So, so it is laying out the events of Hollywood having that phone call with his lawyer. And then Hollywood's now trying to find somebody to kill him. To kill him.
0: Presley's testimony, important for the prosecution, continued Friday and early into the third week. During this time, Ben Markowitz, here we go, took the stand. After that, witness. um, Casey Sheenan stated that while he and his longtime friend Hollywood dined at Outback Steakhouse, Hollywood told him the situation had been taken care of. In the following days, various medical experts and law enforcement officials testified. At this point, the prosecution rested their case on Wednesday of the third week. So it's not a very long trial either.
1: No, not as long as some of the ones that we hear. And it sounds like they just laid out that, I mean, him telling his friend that the situation had been taken care of just, like, over dinner, like, nonchalantly. I mean, it sounds like he didn't care. Right. I don't know. Hollywood's defense began on the Monday of the third week. Hollywood took the stand on the first day of the defense, denying any role in the murder and saying that he was angry when Hoyt told him about the murder at a birthday party. Hollywood recounted the kidnapping, the events that led up to it, and discussed his life on the run. Hollywood's testimony lasted four days. With the prosecution cross-examining Hollywood about making threats, closing bank accounts, withdrawing money, and selling his home. So he did all of that stuff in the span of, like, a few days.
0: Yeah. And obviously, if you're running, you're running from something because you know you did something bad.
1: Right. He knew he was going to get in trouble. Hollywood spent much of his time on the stand denying the testimony of previous witnesses. The last witness the defense called was District Attorney Investigator Paul Kimes, who was questioned by co-counsel Alex Kessel about phone records. Closing arguments began on Tuesday and Wednesday of the fourth week, after which the case went to the jury. So yeah, just a a month-long trial for this murder. During closing statements, the defense said that Hollywood's associates lied, while the prosecution called Hollywood a child killer. The jury considered three different charges with penalties ranging from eight years in prison all the way up to the death penalty. On July
0: 8th, 2009, following three days of deliberation, the jury reached a verdict. The jury found Hollywood guilty of kidnapping and first-degree murder with special circumstances for which he would face the death penalty. On Monday, July 13th, the, j- the jury began the penalty phase of the trial. The mothers of the defendant and of the victim took the stand, as did brothers of the defendant and victim. Closing arguments began during the second day of the penalty phase. And on July 15th, 2009, Hollywood was sentenced according to the jury's recommendation of life in prison. So. So life he didn't in get the death
1: penalty, but he got life in prison. Yep. Yep. As for the four other guys that were involved, Ryan Hoyt was convicted of first-degree murder and currently sits on death row in San Quentin State Prison in California. Jesse Ruge was given a life sentence but has since been paroled in 2014. Graham Presley served five years for second-degree murder and was released in 2007. William Skidmore served nine years for kidnapping and robbery and was released in
0: 2009. Okay. Can I just say, so Graham got five years for second degree murder. And the next guy, William Skidmore, served nine for kidnapping and robbery. Yeah. Don't you think like second degree murder is more important? I mean,
1: I would think so. Don't you think our justice system's a little... (laughs) yeah yeah I mean I guess they there are circumstances and the juries are different I don't know how that happens
0: that's insane I would much rather be robbed than murdered I'm just saying
1: I mean same kidnapped and robbed yeah still over being murdered
0: yeah wow that's nuts it's just whenever you see it written down right next to to each each other like (laughs) like, (laughs) Jesus Wow. wow 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 yeah. Uh, Hollywood has continued to file for motions of appeal for both his trial and sentencing in various courts since his initial judgment on February 5th, 2010, the judge upheld Hollywood's sentence to life in prison without the possibility of parole on February 12, 2012, an appellate court upheld the conviction and denied a motion for a new trial. Hollywood's defense alleged he was not guilty because Markowitz could have left at any time on his own. And it chose not to do so, ending Hollywood's responsibility at the time he last saw Markowitz. No, 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 no. I mean, why? I mean, no,
1: no. While that's
0: true, he could have left. You sent him away to be murdered. Like, right. you Which, knew exactly what was happening.
1: Right. Like, I don't know. That is like such a mess of a situation. I mean, yes, absolutely hundred percent agreed it's just like boggles my mind that this poor kid could have left so many times
0: he probably had no idea and maybe it was on his conscience like he didn't want to get his brother in trouble if he left yeah, yeah. and then here his brother is not giving a shit like that's mm-hmm. I don't know how you deal with that for the rest of your life being the brother and then mm-hmm. the parents I- I don't envy any of that. That's awful.
1: Yeah, it is awful. I want to back up real quick too. Graham Presley. Yeah. Who only got five years for second degree murder was present at the murder and dug the hole for that kid. Five years. And he got five years. Yeah. What is it- that? Sorry, I just remembered that he literally dug the hole and he was like present
0: like yeah five years more than
1: that's more than five years that should be more than five years yeah because you went somewhere knowing that a murder was going to take place dug the hole for said murder right and then went back like that's way too much time for you to change your mind and be like hey this is a bad idea I should not be involved in this right oh that's disgusting all right On January 19th, 2014, as does happen, Hollywood married Melinda Enos, a woman who began writing to him after his sentencing, because there's always some sicko out there for everyone. There is.
0: There's plenty (laughs) of fish in the sea.
1: (laughs) The ceremony was held in the visitor's room. Sure. It was a lovely ceremony.
0: So romantical.
1: (laughs) And um, so with the release of Ruge in October, 2013, Hollywood and Hoyt are the only two still serving prison sentences for the crimes surrounding Markowitz's kidnapping and death. Um, As previously mentioned, Hoyt is sitting on death row. And Jesse James Hollywood currently resides at the Richard J. Donovan Correctional Facility in San Diego, California.
0: Married and living his best life.
1: Yeah. And before, like... Now I can't remember what it was, but he is like a born again, Christian guy working on making the world a better place. Mm-hmm. Like I listened to a 15 minute interview with him and some guy, and I had a hard time paying attention. Cause I don't know. It, I just was not getting good vibes off of him. Yeah. <laughs> like he just doesn't seem very sincere to me.
0: I don't know. And that's the whole problem with it. Like, getting reformed you don't know if they're just spewing it because that's what they know you want to hear or if it's really because they are reformed right and there's no way to know because obviously if they're in prison they know how to lie not well how do
1: you feel about like reformation of people that like I understand a little bit more like killing in a passionate moment which I'm not saying that's okay, but I feel like I don't know where I'm going with this as I'm starting to say it, but I like can understand that a little bit more than like this cold blooded, like take this kid out to the mountain and shoot him. Thanks bud. You don't owe me $2,000 anymore. Like there's so much time to be thinking about this is a terrible idea. I shouldn't be doing this. And it makes me wonder if you can actually reform somebody that is capable of spending that much time considering that,
0: you know? No, I totally, I get what you're saying. Like in a fit of passion, if you get really pissed off and you accidentally murder somebody cause you didn't, you know, you just blacked yeah. out and that's, that is different than planning, premeditating, mm-hmm. having all, like, like you said, having so much time to stop and be like, oh, let's pump the brakes on this. Let's maybe right. not. Then it is to just lose control for that moment. Now, the difference would be. I don't the, know if you can the reform rage, the other
1: way either. <laughs> right. Yeah. Is the
0: rage could be set off by anything that you don't right. know when that's going to come out. I, I really, I don't, I don't know the answer. I don't know what the right thing is. I don't know if anybody can really be reformed or, or if people are just who they are i i, yeah, would, like, I, I hope-
1: don't want to say nobody can be reformed because i think there's absolutely reformation that can occur in people in general but like if you get to the point of murdering someone yeah
0: uh, <laughs> i don't know <laughs> and is it i mean even if they are reformed at that point, there's still a person who is no longer here because you made that choice. And yeah, it's not not that the justice system is fair by any means, obviously, but it almost and it doesn't to me, it's not fair that Jesse James Hollywood got to get married. And it gets to live a life sentence, a full life, even though it's behind bars. I mean, there's still joys to be had where this poor kid gets none of that. He's never going to mm-hmm. get married or have a child or anything. Yeah. It's just a yeah, sad, it's sad.
1: It is sad. And I guess now that we're like getting into it, I guess there, there are like situational times where a murder may occur that I think the person could be reformed, but like in this situation. There's just so much time that everybody had to think about what they were doing and they're young and they're stupid, obviously. like and That's,
0: that's what I'm thinking about. Like the two grand, you know what I mean? Like two grand debt is going to be paid if you kill someone like now that we're older, Two grand is nothing. I mean, you know, it's a lot of money, it's, but it's, you can yeah, figure it's it out. Yeah, a lot of
1: money if somebody hands it to you on the street. It's right. not like unsurmountable right. as an amount to pay off.
0: But being so. young, I mean, I remember I signed a gym membership when I was 18 years old and it was $30 a month and I was locked in for two years and I thought my life was over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so it's all yeah. relative, but your mom it's, took care of that for you, didn't she? No, my stepmom did.
1: Oh, your stepmom did. Somebody drove yeah. up to that gym and was like, you yeah. guys are predators.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was but that yours
1: or mine? that came- No, it was my mom. Because we did the same thing. Remember, yeah. we signed up for it together. And I'm pretty sure my mom went up there and told that lady that she would stand outside of that gym with a sign yeah. warning people of their predatory tactics on children. <laughs> Yeah. Because I think we were both like 17 or 18. Yeah, we had just turned
0: like 18 and our first thing we could sign and
1: thank God for our mothers.
0: We weren't <laughs> yeah, smart. they were like, Nope. That was a life nice lesson.
1: It was because I was going to college and they wouldn't let me out of it. And they were uh-huh. like, Oh, you can come work out when you're visiting home. <laughs> like, what? Right. No. Yeah. <laughs> that was ridiculous. And there was a clause in there for that too that they were not honoring and that's why my mom was like i'll get signs and i will stand out here and she would too oh yeah she would so
0: always read the fine print folks
1: always always and trust no one
0: that's true never
1: (laughs) but yeah so he's still in prison doing
0: this is why i didn't watch the movie because it's oh, freaking sure it heartbreaking. it
1: was like super sad. Yeah, I'm sure it was. I don't watch it either. I don't like watching movies that I know going into it are going to make me cry. Unless it seems like it will be worth it.
0: <laughs> if it's a good cry, like a hearty, like feel good cry, that's one thing. But to be totally yeah. depressed, like afterward, there's nothing good to show for it. I'm not mm. into that. I got enough stuff to be depressed about.
1: People keep saying like my sister's keeper. That's no. a movie that I absolutely refuse to watch and a book I refuse to read. People are like, it's so good. I'm like, it does not sound good.
0: Mm-mm. What was that book that I read that I knew going into it? It was bad. The lovely bones.
1: Oh yeah. Ugh. I saw the movie. I didn't read that book.
0: Oh, I read the book and I was like, why am I doing this? Why am I, I doing self. this to myself? Yeah. Cause yeah. it was so sad.
1: Did you finish the book that we started with that book club? I did. Uh, I have not finished it I am having such a hard time reading it because of the kids
0: Oof. yeah it's um yeah what is it the devil's not it's about the West yeah. Memphis three it's a really mm-hmm. good book I have a hard time sometimes reading true crime like straight true crime I'm yeah. more of a non-fiction kind of lady mm-hmm. um But, yeah, it was a good book. There's a um, documentary on HBO that I want to watch that's based on the book. But I wanted to finish the book first.
1: I need to finish the book, watch the documentary, and then we can do an episode. But I'm just having such a hard time because of how atrocious those crimes were to those poor kids. And
0: the system screwed them hard. Oh, yeah, the
1: kids that got arrested, yeah. Hard. It'll be an interesting one, but yeah, yes, that'll for probably another be time.
0: a <laughs> couple parts to that one. Cause there's a lot to unpack there.
1: There is. All right. Let me um, set my sources. I used Wikipedia, LA times blogs.com NBC, los angeles.com unsolved.com and medium.com.
0: Awesome. Well, yeah. hope y'all are not as depressed as we are right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's sad.
1: what a douche Mm -hmm.
0: james dean would have never done that to anybody by the way he would
1: never he would never (laughs) jesse james probably wouldn't either and he's a douche
0: yeah he's a (laughs) cheater but not a murderer
1: right so you guys you should listen and see what you think do you think that this guy sounds reformed and properly you know upset about his actions or do you think he sounds like a faker
0: Yeah. Yeah. I need to listen to this too and see what, what's going on. Mm -hmm. So. All right. Well, let us know. And we hope you enjoyed episode 96 on Jesse James Hollywood. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.